Do you think he'd poo on a podcast? Um, I think he'd struggle to hold it in. Mm. Especially if he was sat on the toilet, because you're kind of in that position to just like release, aren't you? Just, yes. You relax and, and release. And maybe if you just forget you're doing it. Well, you just might do one of these. <laughs> I can't do it because I'm laughing. You know, in the... <laughs> you sit on the toilet and just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> so just like a... Because uh... you're, right, you're open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be editing it this week. You can choose what stays in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, talking about Terry's open anus. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a cracking start. Uh, cracking. Um, so shall I... <laughs> cracking! <laughs> oh, lol. Hello and welcome to a very special Too Much Time on a Hands podcast. Uh, I say very special, all my other plans fell through. So, hiya, Sonia. Fuck you, Dan. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Um, I thought what we'd do is get together and talk about something that Russ tends to frown upon me for liking. Um, and we'll talk something, talk about something that both of us enjoy. So joining me is Sonia from the Theatrical Cut podcast. Hey, Dan. Hey, how are you? I'm really good, thanks. Thanks. This is interesting, isn't it? We've never done this before. No. We've done podcasts And separately. I love your hair with mic- uh, with uh, <laughs> headphones on your head. Thank you. It's, uh, it's, it's always, big. It's very big. Yeah, it'll do that. Yeah. That's the first time anyone's ever said that to me. Anyway, so we're going to... Um, <laughs> it's been a bit silly already. Um, we've not got a plan. Considering what we're going to be talking about, there's been a lot of laughter. Yeah, we should probably... really, there should be none. No, because this is all very serious stuff. Um, the only other person I thought that would like to do this would be Duncan, but Duncan's moving house at the moment, so he can't join us. Yeah. Mm. So tell us about bit, bits about the Theatrical Cut podcast, Sonia. Theatrical Cut podcast is Terry and I um, talking about movies and TV that we love. Terry and I met at work. Am I allowed to say where we worked? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we met working at HMV, um, and we probably became friends over a mutual love of horror films or mm. films in general um and we like watching lots of movies we are both quite lazy so we enjoy sitting down so it's a good uh, hobby for us to have um and we like talking about them so that's what we do mm. i mean by now it comes out on the same stream as our podcast or the too much time on our hands podcast so i i you'd have to really go out of your way to not listen to it so i think People should have listened to it by now. And I think if anything, people are listening to your podcast and maybe not listening to ours because we talk about wanking over the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy it's theme tune seamony. or whatever. It's very seamony. Yeah. And that um, Hey Dougie techno thing that you played the other day, <laughs> yeah. I had that stuck in my head for days. I know, right? I was not happy with you. No, but I really like it. I, I was listening to, I edited everything at double speed, so I was listening to it and it sounded like a Gabba track. It was awesome. Oh, yeah, I hadn't thought about listening to it at double speed. It's very good. Have you listened to it slowed down? No, maybe maybe we might that's be able to next. summon something. <laughs> if you listen to it backwards, you yeah. summon the devil. Yeah, let's it. try it. Yes, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah we'll do it. A big uh, like animated like Hey Dougie style like yes. cut out devil with like shapes. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, you won't see that on an episode. Um, so yeah, we've got no real plans. We're going to sit and talk about true crime. Yeah, and podcasts, films, documentaries, the lot. Not all of it, obviously. No, loads. Is, we, we wouldn't be here. When Dan says true crime, really for me, it's just about the murder. I don't really, <laughs> just all about the murder. I don't really care too much about other crime. No. I'm not going to be talking about bank heists or... Ooh, see, I might be. Okay, I'm not yeah. going to be talking about bank heists or anything like that. Oh, I know what Dan's going to be talking about. Um, but for me, it's all about the murders. The murders. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we. I mean, as I say, the other guys tend to frown, on people, frown at me upon... Uh, this subject so we've got Sonia here who doesn't frown on me because of this I, th- I encourage it encourage it yeah. actively excellent uh, so yeah, a little kind of bonus pod crossover podcast type thing side story side story with Yay. nicking from should we start there in yeah fact? let's start there what brought our love of true crime together Dan it was uh, a fantastic podcast and no offense to your podcast or either of the podcasts that I'm on my favorite podcast in the world yeah it's my yeah. favorite podcast um and I'm going to be 
atting them an awful lot when we release this episode. So hopefully they might, you know, know that we exist. Hopefully they see my hashtag. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a podcast called Last Podcast on the Left. Um, and they cover things like cryptids and serial killers in which they have their heavy hitter series and um, conspiracy, conspiracy theories, theories, cults, cults. And they make light of all of this stuff, but yeah. in a very respectful way. Yeah, I'd say that's about right. A somewhat respectful way. Yeah, two of them are respectful, <laughs> yeah. one not so much. So it's um, um, Henry Henry Kissel, I nearly said. <laughs> Henry Zabrowski. That's like our dream guy. Oh, man, what a Imagine guy. Imagine that. <laughs> Sorry, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Marcus has his place. Um, sorry, I've just seen a cat walking along the, your window. That's getting cut out. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're editing it this week. That's good. Um, so, yeah. And they just discuss. So the latest one they do, like Creepypastas. I don't know if you've listened to that one yet. No. I'm, I The last one I listened to was the first part of Dennis Nielsen, which I'm halfway through. Cause yeah. I'm a few weeks behind. Which, I mean, it says a lot about the, my mental state. That that I got really excited when I knew they were covering Dennis I Nielsen. I love when they do heavy hitters. Yeah. And if anything, I'm a little bit disappointed if they do like a UFO episode <laughs> or a dictator episode mm. or basically anything that's not a heavy hitter. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be like a two, three, four part heavy hitter. Yeah. Um, even if they just do like one episode. Well, they, they tend not to do now. Now mm. that they're more popular, they do sort of like go in deep, don't they? Um, but like back in the old days where they would do like one episode on one killer or just one episode on axe killers yeah yeah that was awesome I like um that. although i do like it having said um i really only like the murder ones i lo- do like it when i quite like the cult ones yeah. when it does all end in death <laughs> particularly then though, yeah right? i quite like the jonestown one that they the, did uh, well that was good because i mean what we've not said is the amount of research they they put into this the amount yeah. of effort they put into this is Crazy. Like, they, they, they do their homework. And and they have research assistants. They have research assistants doing their homework as well. Um, and they, they just put... It, it, it feels like they genuinely love talking about the subjects. Um, and whilst, you know, not loving what happened at Jonestown, obviously, mm. it's fascinating. Mm. So I'm more than happy to listen to someone who might lighten the mood a little bit on something that's quite sombre. Yeah, I mean, I, although I'm, I'm quite happy to listen to a sombre version of it. Well, like when yeah. you listen to the um, like recordings, yeah, the, the actual recordings at events, yeah, um, I, I don't mind listening to those. The only thing that they've that they ever do, which I have a hard time listening to, is the nine one one calls. Yeah, and they've I think they realise that they might know be that, too right? far. Yeah, um, they stopped I think, doing it. Yeah, I think mm. they they didn't really enjoy that either. That was a little bit too much. Mm. Um, I, I really I I can't tell you what the difference between listening to a nine one one call and listening to recordings of like a mass suicide, mm. but I can. I probably am using the. Well, I am using the complete wrong words. I can quite happily listen to <laughs> a recording of a mass suicide. Not so much a nine one one call. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really know what that says about me, but well, there's something quite personal about someone who's phoned because there's someone in their house, for example. And whereas, like um, the Jonestown thing, you can't really tell what's happening. Mm. You can, you know what's happening, but you can't on the tapes. You can't really tell what's happening. So I think there's something. It, it's more to just prove that it was real in my head. Like they, these things they talk about are so fantastical, and that's once again the wrong word. So so out there, unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah. There we go. Um, that you 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 need something to quantify and to make it even sound real. Like the stuff they've been talking about, Dennis Nielsen, is just crazy. It's unreal. Um, and yet, it's very real. It did actually happen. Yeah. And I think that's why we got this fascination with true crime, which is um, there's a real thing about conspiracy theories. And I think that's one of the reasons they cover conspiracy theories is that we just want something explained. So if something's unexplainable... We just want something that explains it. So you see a light in the sky. You want to believe that it's something rather than it's something we don't know about yet. So mm. you want to believe that it's a UFO or something like that. Um, and I think with the, the thing with true crime is you just you want to know the gory, grisly details because you want to know everything about it to maybe make sure it doesn't happen to you or... I, 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 I don't know why. I mean, it's obviously got a... Um a certain audience it's not Mm. for everyone yeah um and if i'm honest i don't really think and this is not in a bad way i don't Mm. really think i've recommended this podcast to anyone because i don't really know anyone who has the interest in the subject matter that i do Mm. and i think that most people i know would possibly find the subject matter quite offensive Mm. um 
because although they they never uh, glorify these people, they do make light of it mm. um, just because you have to sometimes because it is quite, uh, well, it is gruesome what they're talking about. Um, but it did all happen, you know, it has all happened. It isn't mm. true. And I, because I've always been interested in true crime, specifically um, serial killers. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of the hard hitters they talk about, I I do already know about them, and I mm. do know the story. So when I'm listening to Dennis Nielsen, I do know, or that episode, not listening to Dennis Nielsen, yeah. but I I know what they're talking about. Yeah. And um, for me, it's almost like lis- listening to one of my books being read to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like listening to a documentary for me. I just find it really, really fascinating. Um, and. Yeah, I just I just love it. Yeah, I, th- I, I just think it's amazing. And I, I I guess if I met someone who was into true crime, I've met people who sort of I, actually I do know someone that I've recommended it to, and he recommended some British true crime podcasts hmm. to me. And I actually think I didn't look up the podcast he recommended to me, <laughs> and I don't think he looked up the one I recommended to him. But we we did both recommend some. But if I'm honest, the the crimes he told me that were being covered on the British one just hmm. weren't as appealing to me because they almost seemed like. Um, um, not like heavy hitry enough. <laughs> they haven't killed enough people. <laughs> yeah, or it was just like some guy's gone and nicked a loaf of bread from the co-op, and I'd just mm. be like, oh, that's not so much fun, is it? But this, like, I'm until I listened to this podcast, I'd always had this like nagging feeling that I, I'm kind of interested in this stuff, and I think I get it a lot from my dad, who's fascinated by serial killers and whatnot. Again, in the toilet um, book cabinet that they have there. Yeah, well, I told you yeah. when I went, when I went to the toilet at your house that you're your parents bookcase in the bathroom yeah. not only the fact they have a bookcase in the bathroom which is my idea of heaven yeah um but the books that they had on there i was just like it's like looking in a mirror kind of thing <laughs> it's like looking at my own house it's like looking at one of my dreams so they've got um what's the um the book for the guy from almost that's based on almost famous as uh, nothing anyway um but they've also got like uh top 10 serial killers of all time books and yeah, that yeah. kind of thing because <laughs> for some reason and viz and, and things yeah. that, that's what they like reading when Standard. they're Having a shit. Sorry, mum or dad, if you ever listen to this. Um, but I love reading videos when I go to the toilet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, that's pretty much perfect. But now we've all got phones, so if 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 I went to the toilet, I can't yeah. can't believe we're talking about this. But yeah. if there was a copy of Viz, yeah, um, or I had my phone, I'm going to pick up Viz and I'm going to read Letterboxed. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, this this is like, I think that's where I get my fascination from, and I didn't realise I had this until. Until I started listening to something like Last Podcast on mm. the Left. And I was listening to other things where they mentioned. So there's one called Real Life Sci-Fi. It used to be on Feral Audio, which is about conspiracy theories. But they just didn't do any research. Mm. So it was like, well, I think this is what happened. And it's like, uh, well, I want to know. I want to know what you genuinely believe happened. And from um, that, I listened to uh, My Favourite Murder, which is incredibly popular now. Um, is that a podcast? Yeah. It's I've a, heard of it. I haven't heard it. Yeah. They've uh, they've got a tagline, stay sexy, don't get murdered. Nice, um, I like it. Yeah. Um, and they talk about how most serial killers are men and they're just pieces of shit, basically. And, and they do a bit of that in last podcast as well. They, they belittle yeah. the serial killers for being dickheads, basically. And from that, they mentioned, I listened to one episode and I wasn't really that into it. I don't really like it that much. And they talked about how last podcast on the left was what influenced them. Okay. And so I thought, well, I might as well just go straight to this and from then on I, I listened to episode one all the way through to what well, it's 320 i think they're on now mm. which is crazy um and but i couldn't stop listening and everything they talk about fascinates me even the boring episodes <clears throat> um like we've talked about serial killers and how much we like those but then you've got the gnomes episode which brings us the character of terry the gnome terry the gnome is my favorite episode ever yeah it's not even about a serial killer but no. terry the gnome it's about a gnome is legendary <laughs> yeah. It's about gnomes, and he yeah. has the character of Terry the Gnome. And then the, you've got Detective Popcorn as well. And, yeah. And they're not making light of what's happened. They are just... They're just trying to get through it, I think. Yeah, yeah I think so as well. Like, Marcus gets pretty fucked up, doesn't he, researching yeah. all the stuff. I think he goes in a bit deeper yeah. than the other two. I love all the stories about um, Henry talking to his girlfriend, like when he's heavily researching something. Mm. And uh, how she is the most understanding person in the world because he'll just wake her up in the middle of the night and go, I need to talk to you about Mark, Mark David Chapman's little people. Are you talking about Henry's girlfriend or Marcus's girlfriend? Both. Yeah. Marcus's girlfriend seems all in and Henry's girlfriend just seems to be 
quite understanding. Yeah. Mm. But um, it's it's it helps that they, I think they they genuinely really like each other as well. Like all of them, they're they've known each other for years, so they've obviously had this fascination and thought, why don't we just record a podcast? Which works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other podcasts suggested, unless we wanted to just talk about last podcast on the left. No, we can't because I feel like it's it's turning into a bit of a fangirl situation. A little bit, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We were going to be talking about true crime, not how much we love Ben and Henry. No, but I do Benry. love Benry. Oh, God, I'd watch that. Uh, Duncan was someone I got into last podcast on the left, um, and he consumes podcasts more than I do. And I listen to a lot of podcasts because uh, he drives all across Scotland, basically. And so I asked him for a list of podcasts that he listens to. True crime ones. Yeah. So Wine and Crimes one he listens to, which is yeah. uh, a bunch of ladies that get together, drink wine, and listen, and talk about true crime. Okay. Sounds good. Just doesn't quite hit the same spot as last podcast on the left. And one that I will start listening to is Death in the Ice Valley. It's a cold case in Norway uh, about the death of a foreign woman, and they need to know who she is and how did she die. Okay, so that, can I then? Yeah. So that sounds a little bit like, because it doesn't sound like that can go on forever and ever, like yeah. last podcast, reminds me of Serial. Which yes, is probably the on my list. F- well, yeah. not probably, is the first podcast I listened to without me really realising I was listening to a podcast. Mm. And um, I was working, um, I was a Christmas temp, I was working in a stockroom, mm. and I was able to just put it on and listen to it. And now I have to say that part of the appeal was, um, is her name Sarah? Sarah Koenig? Yeah. Her voice is incredibly listenable. Yes. She's got an incredible voice. She could just, honestly, she could be talking about anything. Um, um, and the way, and she's a, an investigative journalist, isn't mm. she? And someone, um, it's about Adnan Saeed. And I think really, if you listen to podcasts and you don't know what Serial's about, you've mm. probably been going around with a bag on your head. And I don't think that's been out of order. Everyone seems to know about Serial. It's on the front page of everything, like podcast-wise. Um, so, yeah. So it's about um, it's about this guy who apparently killed his girlfriend, but mm. some people are saying that he didn't. Mm. Um, and she is not a detective; she doesn't work for the police, um, but she just did her journalist thing mm. and looked into it, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. And and just talked about it. Um, Arguably, and, did more work than the police did. Yeah, um, and I just I just found it like really really interesting. I'll be honest; I didn't. There was a second series, wasn't mm. there? But it was about something else. It was uh, about Bo Bergdahl, the guy who um, deserted. Oh, no, I did listen to that. Yeah. Oh, I really liked that I liked one. that as well, as well, yeah. No, that was really good. I felt really sorry for that guy. Yeah. Um, the same time, he's a bit of an idiot. Oh, no, I really liked that one. Yeah. God, I'd totally forgotten about that. So I do like things that mm. are about serial killers. <laughs> who, knew? who knew? Yeah. Disney and serial killers. Mm. That's it, yeah. And Machine yeah. Head. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I might mention them occasionally. Um. <clears throat> yeah, but Serial, um, I think it's decent. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to listen to something that's not going to go on forever. Yeah. Um, is it S-Town now? Yeah, have you heard that? No. That's amazing. So S-Town follows the story of uh, a reporter for This American Life again, mm. who Sarah Koenig is as well. Um, and uh, he gets these emails from this millionaire that lives in the middle of nowhere talking about um, how messed up his town is. So he goes to visit. This guy is... A recluse has this massive amount of land. He's got a maze in his back garden, but like it's all run down. Mm. Um, and it's a story about this guy. And I don't want to give anything away because I think people should listen to it. It's incredible. Um, and then just the stories that happen from him going to visit this guy and everything that happens after then. Um, and how some episodes you'd be like, you know, I really like those guys. And then the next episode you'll be like, those guys is a piece of shit. Um, and it's just a twisting, turning story about um, a, a millionaire, an incredibly smart millionaire, hmm. um, his fascination with clocks, for starters, um, and people trying to get his money. Um, and it is it's brilliant. It's absolutely fantastic. And by the end, you still don't know what's what. Is but, it true? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got, you've got uh, real conversations with the guy. Okay. So that's that's amazing. Just trying to look something up. Yeah. Um, can I can I do another one then while you're looking? Yeah, something yeah, up? yeah, definitely. Um, another one I'd listened to was called Untold: The Daniel Morgan Story, um, and it's about a private detective in London in the 80s who gets killed by an axe in the car park of a pub. 
Um, so it starts about how he was involved in some dodgy stuff uh, with dodgy policemen mm. uh, that were taking bribes uh, with, to do with drugs and smuggling and all kinds of stuff. Uh, he was part of a detective agency that was heavily involved with this, um, but had information that, if you believe what they say on the podcast, links almost directly to the phone hacking scandal with the News of the World. It is absolutely brilliant. So you start episode one all about Daniel Morgan, and by the end of it, you're talking um, the phone hacking, News of the World phone hacking scandal and how it all links together, mm. uh, if you believe what they're talking about on the podcast. Because I've had friends listen to it and they go, yeah, but there's, there's a bit of a stretch sometimes to, to believe that. It, it does seem to make sense when you listen, but it, it's, abs- it's brilliant. Um, and this same people that did this are now going to do the Cambridge Analytica stuff with the Facebook, the dodgy Facebook yeah, that's stuff. kind of that's a bit too newsy for mm, me. But I really, only want you know, death and murder. <laughs> Daniel, the Daniel Morgan one's really good. Well worth what? Listen. Um, the other podcasts that I listen to are, mm. are really um, music, movie based. Um, I don't really listen to that many true mm. crime ones because I think I've been spoiled by last podcast. And yeah. If I'm honest, everything else I listen to just seems like a very um, just like poor not even like a poor imitation but just whenever people like recommend podcasts to me i'm just like oh you clearly haven't listened to last podcast (laughs) you know i'm sorry but my dad wrote a porno can fuck off you're not a fan i've listened to a bit but then it's just like and honestly when people like recommend that to me i'm just like you don't really know me do you (laughs) i like it but it's becoming a bit Samey. Yeah. If it hasn't got Benry on it, I'm not really interested. <laughs> Benry. Is that, is that a thing? That yeah. Let's call him Benry. Let's call him Benry. Benry Kisowski. That work? Why ben- don't we call them collectively Benry Parks? Benry Parks. There we go. And a bit um, of Jackie just kind of hanging on there oh as well. Oh, God. You need to give that up. <laughs> I love Jackie. She's not going to marry you. Yeah. Well, she might. Maybe. Listening to this. I don't know. Maybe. I, I, she's the reason I listened. I, I watched, you watched Riverdale. Riverdale. We fucking know. Yeah, I think I've said that on the podcast before. I'll shut up. Um, so we can go down two routes now because I've got some notes about true crime, or we can just talk about podcasts if you like. No, let's not talk about podcasts because mm. I feel like you listen to eighty billion, and I listen to probably about four. Do you want to hear about the eight NFL ones I listen to? No, no, fair enough. And I don't want to listen to your Dungeons and Dragons one either. It's so good though. I don't care. Now is <laughs> not the time or place. You said we could talk about true crime. Yeah. Can I, can I slip in one that's not about true crime that I started listening to today? Never say, can I slip in one? <laughs> Ever. Um, the butterfly effect, the thing that Russ recommended on the pod a couple of weeks ago, started listening to today about Pornhub. It's absolutely brilliant. Well worth a listen. There we go. That's all I wanted to say. That's not about true crime, is it? It's not. So where do we want to go next? Movies or documentaries? Can we start with documentaries? And can yeah. I start? Yes. <clears throat> so... I'm sure you're all of all aware of a thing called Netflix. I've heard about it. You yeah. heard of Netflix? Um, now, I um, when I in, in my previous life, when I was um, you know had a partner in a house and all of that kind of stuff, and he had Netflix, mm. but I <laughs> I'm not very good at working things, so I never watched Netflix because I didn't know how to work the remote, so mm. I couldn't even turn the telly on. So I would spend my days, you know, sat looking at the wall. Yeah. Um, and anyway, one day he, he showed me how to use the remote and how to turn on Netflix. And I was like, oh, and I started <laughs> looking through. Yeah. He set me up a profile. Yeah. My little profile picture was the one that looked like a mummy because I like horror. Um, and we set it up and he's like, look at all these films that you've got and all these TV shows. And I went straight to documentaries and I found a documentary about Eileen Wernos. Oh, my God. And that was the very, very first thing that I ever watched on Netflix. When you think about all the things that are available to watch on Netflix, mm. that was the first thing I watched. It's at the top of my list. Eileen, Life and Death of a Serial Killer. Um, because um, I just... I saw the array of like serial killer documentaries that were available on there. And I just, I got so excited. Mm. Um, And I think I'm just more inclined to choose one about a woman than a man. Mm. Plus I'd seen the film monster. um, And and obviously I'd read about her. So I'd read about her. I'd seen monster and I wanted to see, cause she's kind of, and this is probably going to sound like, 
I can't. I I fully appreciate that my obsession with serial killers must be unfathomable mm. to a lot of people, but also the fact that I can't hate Eileen Wernos. There's something about her which I'm not. I'm absolutely not saying that no. any of those people she killed deserved it. I'm mm. not saying that at all. But she had a hard she was life. Fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, maybe it's because she's a woman. I don't mm. know because I don't feel that way about any male serial killer. But any anyway, you know, I'm not. That was the very very first thing I saw on Netflix because yeah. then obviously you go on from that and you can add lots of things to your to watch list. And um, let's be honest, everyone, if you don't have a Netflix to watch list that's unachievable to actually <laughs> watch in your lifetime, then what are you actually doing? You probably have a life, but. Um, and then you watch it and you you give it the thumbs up or the thumbs down, yeah. don't you? Which is the new rating system, which is terrible Netflix. Bring back the old one. Um, and then it obviously recommends other things. And I watch lots of other documentaries, but that one will always have a very special place in my heart because it was the first one I watched. So what I love about that one is at the start, she's presented as a relatively like normal person. Mm. Then you realise she's crazy. She's crazy. And it goes through and goes yeah. through and the eyes start widening. And they, and do, the- they do nothing to make her look good. No. God, no. Um, at all. Um, but if you're, you know... Oh, no, how are we doing this? Is this like recommendations or... Uh, we could just talk about things we, we've watched. I know, like this, we have no plans for this. I so mean, because I've, a... I've watched plenty of true crime documentaries mm. and films based on mm. um, true crime. And some of them are absolute festering turds. Yeah. Um, one of which I'm going to tell you about. But, but then others are so interesting... Um, that you don't you don't want to get up mm. um, from your chair so yeah, in case yeah. you miss any of it. And I've been trying to remember that also the name of a program which I used to take. Well, I think it was on like UK Living or something like that. Yeah. And each episode was about a serial killer. So I had it set up once I'd learned how to record things on the telly box. I had it set up to record every episode. So that also used to be like a real issue in our house was because the box used to be full of just serial killer names, <laughs> and I'd be just be sat there watching, and Craig would just be like how can you watch this stuff? And it would have like real footage of the people mm. and there would be lots of screaming and they'd do like reenactments, um, like dramatizations, you know, like um, yeah. crime watch. Um, so it was constant like just screaming and bad things happening on the screen and I'd be sat there like engrossed. Um, and I can't remember the name of it, but Henry does actually name check it on last podcast a couple of times because he talks about this British TV show that oh. he watches. And I know um, what you're talking about. It's just called, it's it's not called Serial Killers or something no. like that. It's, it's on UK Living. It's very easy. It's just like, it's tons of adverts. So the episode's probably only about 35 minutes long because there's adverts every two minutes. Mm. Um, but they're very good. And they've got, um, <clears throat> they have people on there talking. Um, some people you can tell, like some people like clearly get off on this stuff. Mm. So they like get off on it the wrong way, especially yeah. the people that are talking about like the sexual motives. And that like really creeps me out a little yeah. bit, but you can tell some people, I'm sorry, they are getting off on it. Yeah. Um, they've dedicated their lives to studying people that do sexual crimes. They've, they, they've made an effort to get in the head of yeah. those people. Yeah. Which is always just that little bit. A little bit creepy. Yeah, I, I like to look at Jeffrey Dahmer from afar and think he is so messed up. I don't want yeah. to try and understand. Yeah. Him. I don't want to try and, yeah, I don't want to try and draw out any similarities between us. No, no, because you haven't tried pouring battery acid into someone's skull yet. So that's always a plus. Not that you know. Of. <laughs> no, I suppose not. <laughs> True. Um, I've got one that I really liked, um, but it's a guy who did a load of really rubbish ones, but he did this one that was incredible. He's a guy who's got a voice like this. And. On the 11th of November. He always talks like that. Okay. We did one called Cropsy. Oh my God, Cropsy's on my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is fucking brilliant. It's so creepy. It, it, they describe it as the real life boogeyman story. Yeah, I've put urgent legend into yeah. real life child killer. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's real. It's, it's, yeah. it's terrifying. It's one of those ones that I'll get on something else a bit like that, but it's like, it, it could be a film. Like if you made well, a film yeah, they, like this. Well, yeah, they thought it was an urban legend, didn't they? Yeah. Um, and then it's real. And... Um, if you listen to our podcast, I I was banging on about the Arrow video podcast and yeah. they actually talked about Cropsy on one of their episodes as yeah. well. Um, it's just being something, if you're, even if if you're not interested in documentaries about true crime, if you're just mm. a horror fan, it kind of crosses both boundaries really, doesn't it? I think if you like horror, you like true crime, but yeah. I think those two things do go hand in hand. But then I, I do think you've got um, like people that like um, 
what I call like new horror uh, audiences mm. that like the newer horror franchises that, yeah. that just like scares and boobs. <laughs> yes, um, yeah. It, well, horror and, porn almost, isn't it? Yeah. And you don't really need to have a clever storyline or good effects or anything like that. Mm. Um, yeah. And they're probably maybe not into true crime. It's it's where they it's where horror's kind of almost given up trying to make an effort, and they've got like a formula that works. They're so. not very clever. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, whereas some of the best horror films are based on real life events. Um, uh, another one worth a watch. I don't know whether you watched this in the end. The Keepers. No, uh, it's on my list. Yeah, that's something else. Um, Tell us about that one, Dan. So a nun gets murdered, um, and it's they show in in the show that there's pretty much evidence who did it. But it all gets covered over because it's a priest that she worked with. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> you find that in the first episode. <laughs> it's, it's, and then the whole series is about like, it's definitely him. Okay, just so we know. Um, and it's just really creepy. It goes into things that happened at that school that they were working at. Uh, and her herself and the priest and the priests around him. And every episode it gets more and more kind of unreal. How many episodes are there? Seven episodes. Oh, okay. That's doable. Yeah. Um, and it's it's this niche that Netflix has kind of seemed to, to form for people like you and me. <laughs> that like fucked up documentaries. Yeah, they're like, no, it's cool that you've got uh, Arrested Development season, season five, but uh, you've also just released uh, uh, The Keepers, which is just great. And I'll sit and watch that before I watch any of the stuff that I do love, but I need to watch the next episode of this. Mm. It's it's the thing kind of thing that me and Sarah have lost days on, like just watching these things, so... Yeah, I mean, I'll, def- I'll definitely watch that. I mean, cause, because I love horror so much, mm. one of my favourite sort of horror genres, if you want to do it, is anything that's like religion-based, yeah. um, like exorcism-based or like stigmata or anything mm. to do with like nuns and priests and scary churches. Yeah. I'm all over that shit. Um, so a documentary about a murdered nun. Yeah, that's got my name written all yeah, over it. Yeah, that's good. Um, so I would say one of the other biggest... Um, documentaries and let's be honest like netflix are mm. just known for these things yeah. now um making a murderer which i would say is probably i love it as much as serial is known mm. as a podcast like i think making a murderer is probably mm. the go-to documentary for netflix um everyone's got a theory on on it yeah like <laughs> um, everyone has a theory on i mean it was you just you <laughs> I watched it yeah. and um, I watched it with my other half at the time mm. and we like literally every episode we were just like, did he do it? Didn't he do it? Yeah, like, yeah. It, like, and people's opinions just change. Like the people in it, like their opinions are just changing the whole mm. time. Um, it's a real tricky one. I mean, the guys, obviously we're talking about uh, Stephen Avery. Yeah. And what's the other kid, the kid's name? Brandon Avery, his nephew. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of like a sad story. You couldn't help but feel sorry for Brandon because he's obviously not the full ticket he wasn't like fully mature no you know he's been released now though yeah yeah i yeah. didn't know that it's quite a recent thing but Spoilers. um but it's in the news for yeah. god's sake um but Stephen avery i mean whether he did that crime or not he's he's clearly a fucking waste of skin isn't he yeah so like they go through his youth about how he's like set fire to cats and stuff the worst kind of person yeah exactly and that's, like kill people don't set fire to cats. and that's when you start thinking maybe you did it <laughs> like i think they planted the evidence it sounds like it yeah like you watch it and you go they've stitched him up but he also might have still done it that yeah uh, but there was that the other crime that he was arrested for mm. like straight so he got released and then was arrested again straight after for something else wasn't yeah. he which he did do yeah or you know which he admitted to or they found him guilty of um it's such a great documentary. Yeah. It really, really is. They're doing a sequel, apparently. Yeah. And the, the other thing I forgot to mention was HBO are doing a documentary on Adnan Syed. Yeah, I did know that. Yeah. Um, but sometimes with these things, I think they're best left alone. Yeah. Like, do, do one and then fuck them off. We don't want to glorify these people too much. Or I think a lot of the time they're not actually cashing in on it because I mm. think because of the, the law that they can't earn money from it. Yeah. Am I I think so, yeah. He, yeah. So I mean the other thing with that is he it's presented in quite a sympathetic way towards Stephen Avery. Yeah. So if it turns out he's guilty. Yeah. It, yeah. It's it's done in such a way that you you definitely think he's set up, mm. but you cut there's there's nothing likable about the way he presents himself. You just think 
I, you know, the, the way that they're telling the story is leading me to believe you didn't do it, mm. but my head is telling me that you're capable of doing this. Yes, I think that's fair. Um, as, yeah, as I say, it's, it's a weird one. I, I, I think he's definitely set up. That's mm. that's the only thing you can tell from that. With the whole Brandon um, confession, for example, is yeah. ridiculous. But uh, no one comes off looking good in that one. No. No. Um, so one of the absolute um, best documentaries um, that I've seen about true crime, and um, I know some people um, just flat out refuse to watch this, is the uh, one about the West Memphis Three. I've watched it. Um, I've heard it's good. Now, I borrowed it off of someone. Mm. Um, and I, for the life of me, I can't think who I borrowed it off of. And I gave it back. Mm. I thought I borrowed it off of you. No. I obviously didn't. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I knew about them because of the whole um, like Metallica thing. Mm. So lots of... Um, so if you don't know the story of the West Memphis Three, it's three guys who were convicted and imprisoned when they were teenagers for killing three boys, I think, mm. three little boys. Um, and then years later, they were found innocent um, and released. One of them was sentenced to life, uh, Damien Eccles, who's um, the only one whose name I can remember. Mm. I think one of the other guys is called Jason and possibly Jesse. Maybe I do remember their names. I think the other two got life imprisonment or, or long uh, jail terms but Damien Eccles was kind of like considered the ringleader he was mm. a, I think he was a bit of a goth so they basically it was put down to like s like devil worship and satanic rituals and stuff like that, that these kids were um killed and it was considered that there wasn't real wasn't really any evidence against them that it was kind of like a witch hunt by their yeah. town that because Damien Eccles was a goth they or you know was into heavy metal that that's why they killed these kids and, and um and quite a few like musicians um, and lots of people were campaigning for their release. And yeah. uh, I think there was like a concert or something. So people like, I want to say Metallica involved, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Or, um, and I want to say Chris Cornell, but I might just be imagining that. But anyway, it's the first time that Metallica have allowed their music to be used in like a film or documentary. Oh. Um, but what's really gruesome, I remember talking to some people um, and certainly recommending it to a friend of mine um, who's a Metallica fan. I said, I've seen this incredible documentary about the West Memphis Three. It's so awesome. You have to watch it, blah, blah, blah. And he'd heard about them because of the Metallica connection. But he's got kids. Yeah. And I was telling him about it. And he said he absolutely couldn't watch it because what, something which they do have in it, uh, which I was really surprised by, but disturbingly i didn't find it disturbing is they have actual footage of the dead bodies mm. laying in the in the ditch I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me but yeah. it didn't it didn't really have an effect on me but my friend that i was recommending it to who i thought would like it was just like Absol of course i'm not gonna fucking watch that what's wrong with you but i was just like, oh it's just for a few seconds but i can kind of see how that would put people off but certainly watching this kind of genre is that some of the oh, well, some of the imagery mm. is quite grisly, but and because it's it's true, it's not like watching a film. Yeah. So watching a horror film is very different to watching a documentary and seeing actual footage of a dead body, which doesn't seem to have like just it just doesn't bother me. Um, but, but I guess seeing dead kids on the on the screen. Um, but yeah, they were, um, and I've got, this is going to make no difference because we're recording this and you can't see it, but I'm going to quickly show Dan. So we were talking about doing this, talking about true crime. Yeah. And I went on my Instagram earlier and at the top of my feed was, because I follow Damien Eccles on Instagram, mm. of course, and it's a picture of Damien Eccles with some cats. Um, and I thought <laughs> it was quite um, ironic that it appeared at the top of my Instagram feed and I was thinking, hey, I'm just about to get to talk about you and how awesome you are <laughs> so the 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 dead bodies thing's a weird one because it doesn't really affect like it makes me go oh they're actually going to show that but yeah i was yeah. like surprised i was just yeah. like blimey they haven't pixelated that hey craig come and look at this and he's yeah. just like jesus what's wrong with you yeah but that's i mean we see it in news nowadays it's, yeah it's, it's a it's a product of modern society i think that it's mm. less and less effective obviously it's different if there's one in front of you but if you see something you're seeing missiles hit targets on the news and that never yeah, ends. Yeah, I think, I think the big difference is with us as well is mm. that Dan and I are both child-free. Mm. And so I don't think we can fully understand how it feels yeah. for someone. I mean, Terry was banging on about that 
film he watched on Netflix the other week where a guy has to get his daughter somewhere safe before he eats her. Yeah. Which makes it sound kind of fun. Um, but he was sort of saying he like he watched the film in a different way now mm. because he has a daughter. So he was just kind of like, I wonder what I would do in that situation. You would do nothing because zombies aren't real. Um, <laughs> but then I'm just, I, there's me sitting there saying, well, that sounds kind of fun. You know, what a fun premise. And it wouldn't even occur to me that actually some people think, oh shit, this is, this is quite grim. Should we move on? Yeah, let's move on. Um, I've any, got any one. Any more documentaries? Yeah. The one oh, I've I, know just what, I know what you're going to talk about because it's yeah. at the top of my list, but I put it in brackets because I haven't watched it. Evil Genius. Yeah. Oh my God, it's amazing. Because this is one that's not about serial killers. No, it's got some death in it though. Oh, okay then, so I'll like it. Yeah, I, I don't want to give anything away about what you see in it because they do show something It's like, oh wow. Oh, it's another one of those. Yeah. Okay. Um, and because um, I was watching it with my dad earlier and like we were sitting leaning forward going, I think I can show it, it's fine. Oh my God. Um, and that was Is it the kind of thing that would put some people off their tea? Yeah. I went for lunch with uh, some old work colleagues the other day and I was showing my old boss and it, it was, I didn't even consider he was eating his lunch and yeah. I showed him a picture of our exploding toilet at work <laughs> oh with God. pulsating shit in it and I was just kind of like, hey, look at this video, it's really funny and he was just like, Jesus, I'm trying to eat here. Who's not seen that picture now? <laughs> I love that picture. Um, Evil Genius is amazing. It's um, <laughs> I'll change the subject because that picture of poo really puts me off everything. Um, it's... it's um, <laughs> So it's about a story about a guy who walks into a bank with a bomb strapped around his neck um, and demands £250,000. Uh, otherwise, is the bomb's going to go Is it in off. the UK? No, US. Well, he doesn't demand £250 then. So. Uh, $250,000. Well, if you think about it, that's no. not a lot. No. But he walks out with $8,000. Like, that's all they had there. So, um, And he had... The more you get into it, you find out things like his cane was a gun. So, like, just in case he got cornered. Okay. Uh, the police stopped him um, and they sit him in the street. You're not giving too much away, This is their you? first 10 minutes. Okay. Um, and they go up to see if it's a real bomb. They the, the weirdest bit's the footage of, like, them seeing if it's a real bomb. So they cut around the shirt and they see the bomb and then you see them just all disperse, basically. Um, bomb disposal. I mean, what a job unbelievable those people I mean, are like they must have the best sphincter muscles <laughs> <laughs> like they must have such good control i bet they don't pee when they laugh when they sneeze or when they go on a trampoline it's it's the thing about firemen the idea that and, and it sums up firemen perfectly which is that they move towards danger which is unreal because because yeah. you were talking about what would happen what would you do in the zombie apocalypse I told you about this. I was playing Resident Evil 7 mm. and there's a level where you're being chased by like one of the family, Marguerite, um, in it. And um, she, there's a bit where I can't find the way out and instead of bothering to look, I just go, take me. Look, I can't be bothered anymore. This is too stressful for me. And I think that's exactly how I'd act in a zombie apocalypse. I think it'll get to a point where I'm going, I can't do this anymore. Just, just eat me. Just eat me. Yeah. I've had enough. It would be the shortest series of Walking Dead. In the yeah. world, it followed me because I'd run for a little bit. I'd get in my car till I ran out of petrol or there was a roadblock and went, that's a lot of effort, isn't it? Um, and um, I'm too scared. Run down just the running. end of the yeah. road, realise that you're wearing your flip-flops, <laughs> yeah. trip over. Oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just, just get this done now. Um, but yeah, so evil genius. Um, it's about this guy, robs a bank, gets stopped by the police. Uh, I don't want to give too much away. But then it's about the bomb goes off. It's all over Netflix at the moment. Yeah, you yeah. can't turn on Netflix without that being like at the, yeah. that and 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. Um, how many episodes is it? Four. Oh, sweet. I might watch that this afternoon. Yeah. Although I'm on Stath duty. You're on Stath duty. Surely you've watched them all by now. I've watched them all ever. Um, <laughs> Have you watched them? There's still, I've never seen 13. No, I haven't seen 13. Yeah. So I asked Rich yesterday, I was just like, have you got Killer Elite, Chaos yeah. and 13? They were the three that I was missing. He's like, I haven't got Killer Elite, I haven't got Chaos, but I've got 13. I was just like, amazing, bring mm. it round. He goes, yeah, that's the film about the ragdoll. And I'm like, no, that's nine. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different film. Yeah. And Statham's not in that one. Yeah, that's what I said. He goes, shall I bring that round anyway? Mm. No. I, I had, um, I was looking up something for the podcast and I was looking, I ended up looking at clips of Nomeo and Juliet because he's in that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's where, and I'm like, I've got nothing included for Nomeo and Juliet. No, but. although 
I've seen bits of Nomeo and Juliet. It's quite funny, but no, mm. it's not going to be included. But anyway, we're talking about tomorrow's episode now. Yeah, we're sorry. Not, we're Evil not Genius. To do that. Yeah, we'll watch Evil Genius. Yeah, Evil Genius is amazing. And it's about who did this in the first place. And there's four main sus- suspects. Okay. And how it came about. And the people that have died in the past mysteriously as well. It's just unreal. Like the, the more, It's one of those ones where the more you watch it, the more incredible it gets. Well worth a watch. Cool. Are we going to talk about movies? Yeah, just quickly, one more. Okay. The Oklahoma City documentary is really good. That's all I'll say. Okay. It's very respectful. Is it on Netflix? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I couldn't see that. I was having a good old Mm. scroll earlier. That's amazing. Really, really good. Um, And it goes into Waco as well. Yeah. They've talked about that on last podcast. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, Movies then. Okay, so moving on to movies. um, Films that... um, are inspired by true crime events um and i've i've got obviously gone down the the, the killer route um because there's loads of films mm. that you could mention that are based on true crime but i would like to start with three dan yeah if you will allow me um this is your this is your because, area yeah because mo- movies are, are my thing but certainly um as you probably gathered i do like um films about and just generally uh, people killing people um but three of my favorite films are inspired by real life crimes or real life killers mm. so at the top of my list because it is one of my all-time favorite films is silence of the lambs yeah um and the not hannibal lecter but the the killer in that uh jane gum is inspired mainly by ed gein there's so many films that are inspired by ed gein yes uh mainly by ed gein but also uh, a little bit ted bundy because he wears his arm in a cast and there's another guy whose name i don't remember who kept people in pits or mm. wells um so that's the first one i want to mention the second one um and we'll, we'll go straight to the second one because it also the film when it came out in the 70s um was marketed as being based on true events that wasn't true they mm. just marketed it that way to get people into the cinemas but the character leatherface i'm obviously talking about texas chainsaw mm. massacre the, the character of leatherface again is inspired by ed gein if you don't know who ed gein is and what he's done just for god's sake just google it and it's crazy Dan and I aren't here to tell you about what these people have done. <laughs> no. But um, skin is involved. Um, yeah. And, I mean, yeah, he can, he can just inspire so many people in such a fucked up way. Yeah. Inspire so many characters is what I mean. Yeah, not, yeah. not inspire people like, hey, guess what I did today? Um, and then another one of my absolute favourite films, which I knew was based on a true story, and I just popped into my head mm. earlier, it fitted well with what we were talking about, is Heavenly Creatures. Have you seen it with Kate Winslet? Yeah. I love that movie. I used to have it on video and then I had it on DVD and I remember when it was came out on Blu-ray and I very rarely buy things when they mm. come out. I wait for them to go into multi-buys. Um, Kate Winslet and a lady called Melanie Linsky, who mm. I don't know, but Melanie Linsky plays Pauline and the, the story very quickly is it's set in New Zealand. Um, the, uh, the two girls, so it's based on... Uh, a true story of two girls, two friends called Juliet and Pauline mm. who become friends and they um, have this very close friendship and I think they sort of like create these like fantasy. I think Pauline writes stories and um, the Kate Winslet character kind of like acts them out. Um, but their parents think their relationship is very unhealthy and they separate them and to get revenge on their parents, they decide to kill Pauline's mum. Yeah. Um but it's just such... I'm a massive Kate Winslet fan anyway, so I just love watching anything with her in. But I really, really love the film. And it's just... Like, it's a great drama film. Mm. It just really... It's just such a great story anyway. And then you find out it's actually based on true events. And you're like, whoa, that's fucked up. Um, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was based on true events. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I'm going to mention the next one and just let Dan talk about it. Uh, Zodiac. I love Zodiac. Oh, do you, Dan? Because you've never mentioned it before. <laughs> Zodiac is, and I, I'm trying to find a, a nice way of putting this, he's the serial killer I'm the most interested in. You love Zodiac, He's a supervillain, like a real-life supervillain. I don't have a favourite. I have favourites. No, but he's not, I don't want to say favourite. but He is. But he, he, he had a costume, which is crazy. Um, and it was terrifying like you see the pictures like if you're in the park and that comes up to you that is a terrifying prospect um and it's more the fact that it sounds like like most serial killers they found their guy the guy who did it and then they just released them like the amount of times that happened to jeffrey Dahmer, to the point where one of um, the people that he was in the middle of murdering uh got away and the police and the police wanted absolutely nothing to do with whatever weird sex games they yeah. were playing in their head so they just brought him back to jeffrey dharma it's crazy 
And the Zodiac is, is a real case of they reckon they probably know who it is, but no one knows for certain who it is. And the other thought is Is that, it like Jack the Ripper? Yeah, like no one knows exactly who 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 Zodiac is or Jack the Ripper. My favourite stories are the ones that H. H. Holmes was Jack the Ripper. Mm. My favourite stories. Once again, it's messed up. The H.H. Holmes killed 200 people. Um, but um, What a fascinating story. H-H- I'm sorry. I mean, Dan and I are yeah. messed up. But <laughs> yeah. my God, what a great story. It's, oh, it's <laughs> when you see the cross-sections of the murder hotel oh. that he had made for him. I'd like, love to have something like that made. Although I've always said, <laughs> if I win the lottery, if I win the lottery, yeah. I'm getting a replica of the mansion from Resident Evil made. Oh my god, that's amazing! That's I know different. that's that's awesome. But that'd yeah. be cool, though, wouldn't it? Right? I was gonna. So I was gonna mention Zodiac. I have a typewriter under the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna mention Zodiac leading into the works of David Fincher in mm. general, because then you got Mindhunter as well. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, just. Um, it's it's obvious that David Fincher's got a serial killer obsession as well. I recommended that to someone yeah. just last week. I said they really, really had to watch it. It was amazing. Yeah, and that's it's it's incredible. And the guy they've got playing Ed Kemper. I mean, yeah, if you like true crime, yeah, you have to watch Mindhunter. It's so good. And if if you like if you like true crime and you listen to the last podcast, you can watch Mindhunter and you just say, like, "Hey, they were my guys that I know about." <laughs> oh like guys. me and Dad yeah, did. Yeah. We're just like, "Hey, yeah, yeah." And Bumblebutt. We, we talked about all the. <laughs> talked about all the things that um like all, all the serial killers they could do and it's yeah. like well who was operating in this time? yeah yeah, yeah. you've got like well you've got we did a, a wish list yeah wish list who would i've seen it on the internet on things like <laughs> buzzfeed for fuck's sake so if they can do it so can we yeah um yeah mind is great and another one on netflix that's really good is what's it called i say it's really good it's pretty good it's got paul bettany as the unabomber and it's it's quite good um manhunt <laughs> Um, the Unabomber is called, and it's about them trying to convict the Unabomber. I feel like I've seen that. It's good. It's um, Sam Worthington as well. Mm. Maybe I've just seen it on the shelf. Paul Bettany plays a very good bad guy, as he discovered does. by Solo as well, for that matter. Yeah, and also uh, Gangster Number One. Yes, that's a great film. <laughs> yeah, it's a great Bracket. terrible film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so you've got those films, and we didn't mention Jinx, by the way. Did you watch Jinx? I never watched it in the end. Uh, no, I've, I think I've still got it in my pile mm. of uh, DVDs that people have lent mm. to me, Dan, um, that I've not watched. Oh, Dan, have you watched Mother yet? No, no, I have not. Um, but I'm watching Coco tonight, so. Lovely. Can I... Um, you can get it back. I'll bring it back tomorrow. Can I... I don't give a shit anymore. Can yeah. I uh, tell you about a film that I watched recently, which was awful? Yeah. Um, but the reason I chose it, because um, I probably do have a top five serial killers, Um Last week on Theatrical Cut, mm. I was talking about a film that I watched called The Ghoul. Mm. Um, not to be confused with a film that's just called Ghoul, um, which is apparently, uh, not apparently because it's fiction. Um, it's a film about um, these people that are um, being haunted by the spirit of Andre Chikatilo. Um Dan, don't make that face at me. It's fucking rubbish. Oh, really? It's so, oh, so no. bad. So it's basically just... Uh, um, I, it's just terrible. And then just towards the end, um, they just use a, a few bits of like stock footage mm. of Andre Chikatilo being led to... I think he's just been convicted and he's being led away to the cells and he does these like crazy eyes. Um, it's just a very basic, badly done haunting story mm. um and it's 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 just bad like you don't even answer i can't even remember i've had it upstairs are you looking it up on imdb now? no I'm, i there's something else i was looking up sorry i can look that up quickly, um it's, it's just very bad but i i find andre chicatillo um fascinating and is the only reason why i bought that film but it's it's if you like true crime just give that one a miss um, not Citizen X huh Citizen X that's a film about Andre Chikatilo apparently no it's just called Ghoul it's got, oh it's Ghoul I thought you said yeah okay cool no it's called I said not to be confused with the the film called The Ghoul oh okay um, this one is just called Ghoul um, and it's um, here we go I think it's this one here looking up on Three American filmmakers become the target of the evil spirit of the most violent cannibal in recorded history. Um, so it's like a bit of a, f- a found, not found footage, but like documentary style. And I'm just trying to see what language it's in. Um, oh, I can't remember. Just look it up on IMDb. <laughs> but I remember thinking that they're not even in the same. 
Well, maybe they are. Mm. Uh, but yeah, just that annoyed me recently because I got it um, and it was terrible. Um, other ones which have come to light recently, um, which I saw, um, which I have as part of my collection because mm. I love horror movies and I love films about serial killers, is Frozen Ground. But um, Robert Hansen was covered on last podcast recently, mm. so that was topical another film which i watched recently which has got kirsten dunst and ryan gosling in it which is called all good things um which is i think a guy who kills his wife Mm. um and gets away with it and years later her friend or sister um is just like no he he did this um so, Kathleen McCormack disappeared in 1982. Her case remained unsolved for 18 years um, when um, it was then reopened in um, 2000 when her longtime friend Susan um, was found murdered in her house. So, the Ryan Gosling character was questioned in both cases but not charged, but mm. I think it's considered that he did it. Yep. Yay, that was the longest creak in history. <laughs> Hello. The longest creak in recorded history. Sorry. You all right? No, come, hey, talk, come talk about serial killers. Oh, I'm going to rush. Oh, I like serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep that in. Yeah. That can be the tagline. There we go. Um, and then the other one that I've just got on my list, Dan, is um, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Henry Lee Luke is quite yeah. a well-known um, quite a well-known film. The only thing I've, I've got is the ones that are coming out. Now yeah, well. you talk about the new ones that are coming out because I so don't know what you've got on your list. Got the house that Jack built, which is the new Lars von Trier one. It's not about, it's not a true crime one. It's just about, it just follows a serial killer about, and it's the one that uh, everyone at Cannes um, apparently went screaming from the cinema because it was too much for them. Oh no, I've heard terrible things mm. about this, as in it was um, like disgusting. Yeah, and not even the kind of disgusting that I can tolerate. But this... It's just like it's just gratuitous, and well, I don't know. I'd have to see it to uh, make. Considering the kind of f- f- fucked up stuff I watch, mm. and I'm talking about fucked up in the sense that I don't mind seeing footage of dead bodies, mm. but then I don't know what Same I would do. Same guy who made Antichrist, though. Yeah, I don't know what I, can, I, I, don't, I don't know what they're so disgusted mm. by. I guess I would have to see it. Well, he there's footage of when him when he's a kid murdering a duck, for example, that kind of thing. It's weird, isn't it? That that kind of stuff I do find. Yeah. I don't want to see that. He kills people in particularly gruesome manners, but then, and I think it shows quite a lot if it's Lars von Trier as well. It's Matt Dillon plays Jack, the serial killer in this, although I don't think his name's Jack. I think it's based around a nursery rhyme. If anything, I just can't imagine that Matt Dillon can play a serial killer. But oh, I will we'll sh- see. show you the trailer, and he looks like one of the best things What in about it. Zac Efron? So that's on my list. Okay. Yeah, um, I'll get onto that then. Oh, Uma Thurman's in it as well, which kind of makes me want to watch it. Uh, extremely wicked, shocking, and evil is the Ted Bundy biopic. Yeah, with um, Zac Efron. Zac Efron looking look, incredibly like him. It's crazy. It's um, it's the eyes. Just damn. Yeah, like I don't think I can love him anymore. <laughs> Zac Efron or Ted Bundy? Just, I mean, <laughs> Zac Efron. I mean, yeah. is there nothing he can't do? No, but have you seen that picture of him in court? It's, it's, yes, that, that side by side. It, it just, looks like an actual photo of Ted Bundy. Yeah. <laughs> This is his next film, right? And to go from Greatest Showman to Baywatch, Greatest Showman, this. Ted Bundy, extremely wicked, shocking and cruel. Evil and cruel, I think it's called. Um, it's just called Evil and Cruel. Yeah, it doesn't. So he's come out saying it doesn't glorify Ted Bundy, which is everyone's concerned because this is probably the biggest film based around a serial killer that's coming out because he's got Zac Efron in. So everyone's mm. now concerned that High School Musical guy is going to be playing a serial killer and it's going to glorify Ted Bundy because all of a sudden everyone's realising that Ted Bundy's a good looking guy, which yeah. was, you know, how he kind of got around to murdering mm. so many people, sadly. Um, doesn't glorify Ted Bundy. He wasn't a person to be glorified. It simply tells a story and how the world was able to be charmed over by this guy. Yeah. Um, it's got Jim Parsons in as well, and it's told from the perspective of the, his long-term girlfriend, you know, the one that he loved, and mm. uh, who's played by Lily Collins. So that's interesting. Um, well, I'm definitely going to go and see it. I'll, I'll definitely watch that. The other one I'll watch is uh, DiCaprio and Scorsese's movie. Have you heard about this one? No. Based on Eric Larson's Devil in the White City, Murder, Magic, Madness, The Fair That Changed America. It's the H.H. H. Holmes film. Okay. With Leonardo DiCaprio playing H.H. H. Holmes. Okay. Yeah. And so it's it focuses on him and the chief architect. So it focuses okay. on H.H. H. Holmes and the chief architect of the house. Did the architect know what 
<laughs> no, they didn't. using the house for? Well, I, I was of the opinion that he got in several different people constantly so yeah. that no one would catch on to what he was doing. But um, maybe... Oh, didn't, didn't they even say that in like American Horror Story? Yeah. That there were different architects? Yeah. I, it's a shame that's my least favourite series of American Horror Story. See... Now, from a totally shallow point of view, yeah. I really love Hotel yeah. because it's so sexy. <laughs> it's sexy, but it's not good. Oh, but it, like I was talking about yeah. earlier, you can put that on mute <laughs> yeah. and just, well, just do whatever you want. Have you got any more films to talk about? One more. One more. Uh, Quentin Tarantino's Manson Family Murders film that he's making called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Can I say something? Yeah. As much as I'm a fan of, um, what's the film called? Which one? This one? Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Um, as, as much as I'm a fan of um, true crime and murder specifically, mm. not a massive fan of Charles Manson. Like, I, I just don't find him and his story interesting. Um, and he seems to be of like all the, the killers that are out there. He seems to be like glorified the most. Yeah. And um, he's not in my top five, that's for sure. <laughs> is he in yours? No, I, I think it's... Who is in your top five? Uh, you see, this, this you is blat- from... You blatantly This is one. for another podcast. Okay. So, and it's almost like having spoken to a couple of people, like there, there is, there's part of me, this nagging feeling you're, at the back like of my shrink. head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd quite like to do like a true crime slash conspiracy theories podcast at some point there's already a really good one of those available yeah i know that's the problem it's so good and i wouldn't want to do it because they're too good yeah Yeah. i think that's it right um can i can i just um say something as someone who does have a massive um interest in true crime and where my interest started and i was trying to work out where my interest came from because and I was thinking it definitely wasn't my parents. It mm. certainly would never have been my mum. But actually, I think it might have been some books that my dad gave me. So you've probably heard of an author, Colin Wilson, mm. who's, who wrote a load of true crime books and also um, some fiction books. Um, and I had three of his books. And they were, there was a huge series of books out. And you could get them like like at Smith's and all these kind of places. They were quite thin. Um probably about the size of a DVD case. Mm. So that kind of thickness, that kind of size. And, um, and they were called World Famous and then whatever. Oh my like, God. As your dad, please tell me your They're dad's They're in the toilet. Them. I'm totally borrowing <laughs> those because I cannot find where mine went. And you'd have it like loads of stuff. So I had like World Famous, like gangsters. And the world front famous, like a blah, tabloid. Blah, blah. Oh, and, yeah, 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 tabloid thing. But the three that I had, which I literally read until they fell apart, I had World Famous Serial Killers, which was my fave. Um, world famous Gaslight Murders, which was basically Jack the Ripper and a load of other people you'd never heard of. And world famous Crimes of Passion, which yeah. was like the Moors murderers and yeah. stuff like that. Bonnie and Clyde. Um, it was, I, I just absolutely loved my, loved those three books. And I reckon that it was my dad reading Colin Wilson books mm. when I was younger and then him getting me those books that then led. Because when I was, this is going to make me sound so fucked up. <laughs> I did have, because I was so interested in the subject and yeah. I was always reading about these things, um, that I, can't, I might have had pictures of them on my wall. <laughs> I don't think you're alone. I, I remember having a picture of Richard Ramirez on my mm. wall in the middle of a pentagram of my dad just saying to me, that's not appropriate. Mm. And I had to take it down. <laughs> There's not been a, a Richard Ramirez film yet, like a proper like <clears throat> Hollywood Richard Ramirez film. And that lends itself quite nicely. Nicely. That lends itself <laughs> to it. Um, it lends well, itself quite nicely to our kind of viewing yeah, habits. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be entertaining. But there's the picture of him, isn't there? Like being led away yeah. with the pentagram drawn on his hand. So I drew on my bedroom wall, um, I painted a pentagram and stuck that picture <laughs> of him with the pentagram on his hand in the middle of it. And I think I photocopied it from that book. That's unreal. That's amazing. I bet if we go and look in that book, that picture's in there. Yeah. Um, I see. I, I think the one my dad's got is world famous bank robberies or something like oh, that. Oh, please tell me he's got some of the killer ones as well. I, I will see what he's got. I look out for them. When I go mm. to secondhand bookshops, I look out for them all the time. Um, if anyone sees them, pick them up for me, please. We'll pay you. Give <laughs> some get cash. in touch with <laughs> theatricalcut at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> I'll pay good money. By good money, yeah. I'm saying like maybe 10p each for them. <laughs> um, uh, I could probably pick them up off uh, eBay, couldn't I? Yeah. Or Amazon. Yeah, one of those, yeah. For like a penny. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. yeah. 
my, my dad's selling them. Yeah. Is that everything? Should we should we wrap this up now? Yeah. I think I think we're done. Like, if you don't want to listen to this, it's a bit late for me to say this now, but like I understand there'll be people that don't find this stuff interesting, but you know, I think... It kind of puts our two interests together. It kind of yeah. feels like neither of us could talk about this subject on our other podcasts. Basically, yeah. But it does kind of I'm still talking about films, you're still talking about podcasts. Yeah. Um and if I trying to think of serial killer games, there's there's none that I've I've probably played some, but I'll think of them after we finished. But you know, there are games where you do play serial killers, I suppose. But yeah. <laughs> I suppose that I'm trying to link it in with that. I can't podcast, films, TV series, documentaries, we covered them all. And that, yeah. that's the important thing. That's and I even really threw important. in some books at the end. There you go. To be mm. li- all literary and whatnot. That's not a real word, but there we go. Uh let's wrap this up then. Sonia, where can they get hold of theatrical cut? And uh where can they contact theatrical cut? Well, we like to post a lot on Instagram, um, and our address on Instagram is Theatrical Cut Pod. Yep. Um, TCP. TCP. Yeah, Theatrical <laughs> Cut Pod. Um, you can follow me um, at Mallory underscore watches on Instagram, mm. and we are also Theatrical Cut on Twitter. Mm. Is that right? I don't know. It's your podcast. Um, Dan, why don't you tell us where we can find you? And I'll just double check that Twitter is right. <laughs> so on Twitter, it's at 2MTOH. On Instagram, it's at TMTOH. And on Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash TMTOH. I will be getting our email address back up. And I've been saying that for a year and a half now, uh, which is uh, just uh, talk to us at TMTOH.com. Um, and I'm looking at getting the website. You don't need to hear this. This is the gun thing where Russ... He's in the background just like waving his hands around furiously telling me that no one, no one wants to hear this. So No, but we, we've had a lot of emails this week mm. uh, for our, uh, t- the episode that we're recording tomorrow and we're theatricalcut at gmail.com. Yes. Um, if you want to contact us, um, we really, really would love it if you contacted us on that email address because it's so much easier for us to collate stuff. Mm. But if you want to um tweet us or instagram us that's absolutely fine as well we share our stuff to facebook we don't have a facebook page that gets shared to our personal pages Mm. so we're not reaching as many people um as on the other as on the other platforms hence why we prefer those um and plus uh we think facebook sucks balls so we don't uh care too much for it um but yeah please do get in touch um and yeah i'm done yeah i'm done so thanks for listening we'll be back we were meant to have a Kevin Smith podcast up this week, uh, but this it's been a crazy, crazy week with all the members of Team and TMTOH. T- too much time on our hands, sorry. Um, and so it's that... been a crazy week for theatrical cut. Yeah, pod because we've been watching more Jason Statham films than you could shake a stick at. Yeah, I, can I tell them that I'm going to be on theatrical cut as well? Or is that going to be a secret? This is probably going to be out after, so um, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Um, so yeah I'll be on there talking about Jason Statham this week it's been as I say we'll do something Kevin Smith related in the next couple of weeks and our Star Wars one will be up next week by hook or by crook we put that back a week now and I do apologise so keep don't, don't send us any more lists because we're done now that, that's, that's been collated it'll be up next week uh, thanks for listening and we'll be back soon maybe earlier than next week uh, goodbye bye bye